Hey, a few videos ago we discussed how a good project manager, a good architect is supposed to decompose larger problems into smaller pieces and delegate them to, to people who are to solve those problems. And uh, when the delegation is happening, the tasks which are being delivered to us programmers, for example, they have to be very clearly specified in order to enable uh, proper implementation of that. And a good manager knows how to do that, how to decompose and how to specify tasks. But the reality is different. You most probably work for somebody or with somebody who is not a competent manager. It happens in, in all projects. The majority of managers and architects are incompetent. I'm not saying stupid, I'm not saying uh, lazy, even though it happens too, but they're incompetent. They don't, know, they don't know how to do that. And we have to work with them. We have to deal with this situation. We have to face the reality that we work for people who don't know how to decompose tasks. They don't know how to specify uh, tasks for us. And they don't like to do that. They don't enjoy being managers. They don't enjoy man manage things. They prefer to be managed or they prefer to do nothing and just watch how things are being managed by themselves. And uh, your job, our job as, as people who work for these incompetent managers is to, you know, to find some fun and to find some, uh, not only fun, but to find some satisfaction in this, in this work and uh, not being uh, frustrated every day by, by, this, by this situation. So I was also, uh, I, I suggested uh, a few months ago in one of my blog posts that uh, if you expect your manager to always tell you what to do, then you will inevitably uh, be in the situation where you are constantly frustrated because the manager is incompetent. So I, I recommended that you shouldn't expect managers to deliver your tasks, but instead come back to them and propose them what you will do next. So do this job on your own. Decompose, not decompose, but think about what's going to be the next step in your project, in your work, what you want to do next. You, not the manager, not, not the, the person in front of you, but uh, the project which you work for. So remember that you, both you and all your colleagues and the manager, you all work for the same goal, with the same budget, with the same money. So you should understand that the manager, even though he or she has to be the, repre the representative of the project. In reality, they are not. They are, they are mostly the burden of the project. So think what the project really needs and then uh, align your tasks, align your next steps with the, with the larger objective, how you understand it. So sort of replace the manager and uh, define the, the next steps to do. And then come back to the manager and propose that this is what I'm going to do. The majority of them, they will like it. They will enjoy seeing you being, so they say, self-managed. Even though it's a completely wrong situation when you know, people who work for the manager tell the manager what to do. But when the manager is incompetent, it's okay for them. They will enjoy that. And if you do that regularly, they will, they will learn that they should expect from you to know what to do next. And they will stop managing you. They will stop telling you what to do. And they will basically watch the situation, watch the observe uh, what's happening in the project and let you do what you want. And then my final point is that probably the open source can be your choice of actions, can be your territory where you define your plan and then you tell everybody that you're doing this because it's so important for the larger project, because you're working on some library which we use in our, in our larger code base and this piece is open source and you define the plan there. This is your uh, scope of responsibility. 
So you define what needs to be done there and then people just leave you alone. They will stop bothering you with the, you know, not interesting and boring tasks and they will, they will understand, they will learn that you're doing something that is important for the project and it's something they don't understand. And they're not going to get into your scope. They will not ask what kind of tasks you're doing there. But you will, always come, you, will, you will always come back to them telling that I have this and this and that to do for this library, which is open source. And, and this is important for us. So let me, let me continue. And most projects will be happy about that. Most projects, projects and project managers, they don't know how to, you know, how to organize things. They don't know how to uh, define the plan of action. So they are okay to give you the control. They will be okay to let you control yourself and they will be okay to stop controlling you as they should do that. So open source could be a really good uh, solution. Not in all projects it's gonna work, definitely. Not, some projects will, will not allow you to do that. They will, some managers will ask, ask you what's going on there and why you're doing open source. So try to convince them, try to explain that this is something is needed for, for a larger goal. And then you will have your own territory where you're the boss, uh, which, which is needed for the project. You're not stealing anything from the project. You're doing something which is needed. But at the same time, you just, uh, uh, you just um, let yourself stay free from incompetent management. Think about this and try it. I tried it multiple times in my previous projects. Thanks for watching. Stay tuned. Bye-bye.